Listener beware. No Time to Game is a podcast chock full with spoilers. If your intent is to play this game and you don't wish the ending to be spoiled, turn back now. And then come back when you're done and let's talk about it. Welcome to No Time to Game, a quest for game-life balance, where we play and talk about short games, indie games, and anything else that doesn't demand you sacrifice your relationships or give up your firstborn child. I'm Devin, and I just don't have the hundreds of hours anymore to play MMOs, open-world games, and loot grinds. And I'm Josh, and I'm accumulating currency as we speak. (laughs) So am I. This month I played Idle Champions of the Forgotten Realms by Codename Entertainment, Clicker Heroes by Playsaurus and Cookie Clicker by Ortel. Ortel? I don't know. I think he might be French. Orte. You don't so much play these games as monitor them and let them play themselves. Occasional check-ins and upgrades are really all that these games ask of you. These games will continue to progress while you tend to your own real-life problems. But uh, before we dive into the clickers, the idle games, um, Josh, what have you been playing? Uh, well, I've just finished a game called Bug Snacks, which just came to Xbox. It was. It is about eating bugs that are all <laughs> shaped like snacks. Um, it was very cute. Oh, wow. It's um, you're like these little like teddy bear looking things. And you're on this island where they found these things called bug snacks. And so they're all named after and shaped like real world foods, but they're all little bugs that like roam around. So, you know, okay. it starts off and you're like, you need to catch this like strabby. And it's just like a little strawberry with legs that runs around. And then you you find like little like um, scorpions that are shaped like jalapeno peppers and like, you know, burgers and all these different things. Um And then you go into different biomes. So you'll find like a, you know, there's a snowy biome where you're going after these like banana split bugs and, and, uh, you know, little different ice creams and stuff like that. So it was a, it was a nice, cute little game. It'd be kind of the perfect game, um, for somebody like you that wants to play a shorter game that you can just complete. Um, I don't know how long it took me, maybe eight or 10 hours. And I did pretty much everything. I got all the achievements. There were a few little like um, people give you these uh, mini quests in the mail and I didn't finish all of those, but I did all the side quests and all the main quests and stuff. Um, But yeah, it was a nice little, you know, nice little package. Everything was fun. It was short enough to not get boring. And uh, yeah, I'd highly recommend it, but I, I don't know that we could do a whole podcast on it. So I thought I'd mention Mm -hmm. it to you here. I think I'm going to ask the burning question on everyone's mind. How do you eat the bugs? Do you just like (laughs) click them or tap them with a, or, or is there a fight? The way it works is actually you're, you're catching them. Yeah. Mostly they run from you. Some of them attack you. Um, But it was nice because there was, it's a really low stakes game. Like you don't die. They just boop you away from them or whatever, or they go hide. Mm. And so you have different traps that you unlock. So you get like this hook shot thing and you get like a, a trap that you can trigger. You can like place it and then trigger it when something gets close. And then there was different things you had to do where you had to like lure them into each other. So they would like fight each other and, and weaken each other and stuff. It, it had a little bit of a Pokemon vibe like the they would say right. their own names 
in like cute little okay. voices and stuff. Um, so <laughs> it was uh, it was pretty fun. Um, yeah. And yeah, so, eat them all. And but you didn't actually eat them. So you were catching them and then giving them to other characters in the game. And so there was like a, oh. a mystery and you were on this island with these other characters and you had to kind of round them all up and then you could feed them and do quests for them and stuff. Um, but there was this other mechanic where every time you would feed one of them a bug snack, you could turn one of their like limbs into whatever you had fed them. So they were like these teddy bear things that like, you know, just had basic like teddy bear arms and legs and then their arms and legs would turn into like, you know, a burger or like an onion ring or something. <laughs> and you could <laughs> feed them and the more you fed them, the more you could change them. So then you could give them like ears and teeth based so you could have like they would have pickles for like teeth and, you know, silly things like wow. this. So you could like customize the NPCs by feeding them and picking which limbs to transform. And so that was kind of funny. Um, I think I've said this before on the podcast, but you play some really weird <laughs> games. Well, this was actually, a, I think, a pretty big game around when the PS5 was coming out. I think it was like a big PlayStation really? PlayStation exclusive that they were all pumped up about. Um, but apparently it was a timed exclusive because it's on Xbox now. Um, mm. But yeah, no, it was fun. I'd recommend to anybody who just wants like a chill, you know, lighthearted game to play. Um check it out it's like i said check it, out bugs next. very, very yeah. uh low stakes because nothing really bad could happen in it you couldn't screw it up you might just take longer to catch your snacks this would be a good break from elden ring for everybody <laughs> I think. yeah it's definitely very different to elden ring um but yeah <laughs> i just wrapped that up on sunday i think and then i started just started a new game called trek to yomi which uh, I'm okay. excited about. So I've only played the first chapter, but it seemed very cool. It's like a samurai game and it's like 3D exploration. But when you get into like combat, it goes into 2D and you have different like sword moves you can do and you can, you know, dodge and parry and sword slash and stuff. Um, and mm. that seems like it's going to be really cool. And it like it's all in Japanese and it has like this grainy filter, like an old, you know, samurai film and stuff. And uh, I think that's that another cool. one that's, quite short as well so that would be another one that probably we won't end up doing for the podcast but um two games that i played it's recently on brand for us yeah that mm. I, I think you would like uh, might get you to play them sometime just for your own sake because i think they both they both seem like the kind of thing that you would enjoy sure yeah i'll add them to my list but speaking of our list we have three games to talk about today so we should really get on with those let's dive in um, so idle games, let's talk a little bit about what idle games are. Um, I think we're going to start with cookie clicker. I don't know if you don't know what idle games, like I didn't really know what idle games were when we talked about them last month. Um, they're what they sound. You don't really have to do much. There's not a whole lot of input needed from you. Cookie clicker, for example, starts out with a big glowing cookie on the screen. <laughs> and every time you click it, you make another cookie and then your cookie counter goes up uh, and you, the faster and the more you click, the more that goes up. And then eventually you can spend those cookies that you've made by clicking um, to buy a grandma <laughs> and that grandma will bake cookies for you. Yeah, it really <laughs> so then like... suddenly the game starts to play itself and you don't have to click quite so much. Yeah, it, it really plays on your like you know, that that dopamine rush you get from just like watching numbers go up in video games. Mm -hmm. um, it, it is. And, and so Cookie Clicker and Clicker Heroes were both very similar. 
Uh, I'd yes. played Cookie Clicker years ago, and it kind of got me interested in the topic of idle games. So every once in a while, I'll play a different one or, you know, try some things out as they come across my desk. And uh, yeah, so these two games, I, I think, were pretty much the same. You start by clicking, and then it gets to the point where it's sort of taking care of itself. You're, you're just buying upgrades at that point. So like you said in the in the intro, it's more of a management thing than an active yeah. playing thing. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Uh, Clicker Heroes is... I mean, just a different uh, style. You you you're upgrading. You're you're hiring heroes and then upgrading them, leveling them up. Um, and instead of buying or making cookies, um, there's always an enemy that you're fighting. And when you don't have to click it anymore, and the heroes are just taking care of it, you're just watching health bars go down. And there's always nine enemies per like level, and then it'll just progress to the next level if you have auto progression on. And eventually every five levels, there will be a boss, which will be considerably harder and might require a little bit of help from you either clicking or if you have um, power-ups or I guess ultimate abilities, I guess you'd call them, then you could activate those and they just increase your DPS or whatever so that you can beat that boss and then move on. The... the um thing with clicker heroes is basically you've got a dps and you have 30 seconds to fight a boss so at some point it it will stop you can't progress anymore until you up that dps enough that you can fight that boss and so you know both of these games i think end up being more interesting than i expected them to be yeah um you know you're they're i wouldn't say they're fun it's more of no. like something to do, like something to check in on once in a while. Um, and so because of those mechanics, you do have to check in once in a while. So, you know, like you said, you can let it run in the background, but eventually you have to upgrade your heroes to get your DPS or you have to buy more grandmas or cookie factories or whatever in order to keep progressing. Um, otherwise, like right. with Cookie Clicker, you're just progressing so slowly that you're not getting anything. And with clicker heroes, mm -hmm. you'll just eventually kind of stop and you're and you're not making enough money on those lower levels. Yeah, but it doesn't actually like ever stop necessarily. You you will get to a point if you just leave it and don't check on it where, like you said, you won't be able to defeat the boss. So it'll bounce you back to the previous level and you'll just continue to kill those, you know, do that level until you check back in. So you'll 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 always get the loot or the, the, the gold that drops from that level over and over and over and over and over again until you come back and spend it. And then you know, eventually progress past that. Um and same thing with cookie clicker, although there's not really like there's not enemies. You're just trying to get as many cookies as possible. And there's all kinds of different upgrades. Grandma's is just number one. You can you can buy cookie farms and cookie mines and cookie banks <laughs> and cookie like um um uh, can't remember any more of them right now. <laughs> they get weird you get like they prisms get and portals and you know weird stuff the last one i i bought today was a portal and that, yeah i played that one at work so uh i can't check on that one right now but i have the other two running in the background right <laughs> now on my computer um yeah i found cookie clicker probably the least interesting of the three mm -hmm, that we played um but mostly because i i found that it kind of grinds to a halt pretty quickly and I, i'm just mm. like not progressing very fast i think yeah, if i had it up interested. maybe all the time but that that was a that's going to be kind of the recurring issue that i had with these games is for idle games they all demanded a little bit more from me than i want like right. 
you know, I, I get that you want to entice people to come back and play, but they're, they're very much encouraging you to check on it frequently because they always give you some sort of a boost with cookie clicker. There's a uh, golden cookies that you can click on if you're paying attention and it ups your production rate. Um, and with clicker heroes, like you said, you have those ultimate abilities that have cooldowns and they can like greatly speed up your progress. But you could be checking in every 30 minutes or every hour or whatever for sort of maximum efficiency, um, which, you know, I don't really want to do. No, absolutely not. No, these are supposed to be playing themselves and you check on them once or twice a day for for me anyway. That was yeah. the way I was treating it. And I think that's why I didn't progress quite as far in these games as you did, possibly because I didn't even check in every day. It might have been like once every two days sometimes. Yeah, I wanted to kind of go hard for the month to really like dig as deep as I could into these games. And it was more frustrating than it was fun. I, you know, Cookie Clicker, I think, is is fine because I just have it open in my browser. I check it when I check it. Um, mm-hmm. But I, I didn't progress super far in that. Clicker no, Heroes, I've been playing on my Xbox and... I think it would be more fun on a PC because on the Xbox, you have to close it to open another game and whatever. So if you had it on a PC, you could kind of just leave it running in the background. And I think that would be a a better experience. It's it is. Yeah, that's what I do. And I also am able to play um, clicker heroes and idle champions of the forgotten realms at the same time on two different windows. So and for I have to to switch back and forth and it's a pain in the ass. Yes, I imagine um, it is. But I did uh, also try out Clicker Heroes on my phone. So there's a mobile version of that as well. Oh, okay, sure. And that I think would actually probably be more fun because it's mm. just on your phone, you know, for those times where you're just like diddling around on your phone for two minutes. It's Having something to do. Yeah. I don't know if the, the, the that should be their tagline, like that thing you do when you poop clicker heroes. I'm not sure that Playsaurus would appreciate us putting that out there. Well, they'll never hear this. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, it. I think these these games like they, they are what they are. You just sort of play them. As much or as little as you want. And it is just Get what something you put to into do. it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. I wouldn't really say that they're they're riveting, um, but the there is another aspect to Cookie Clicker and Clicker Heroes um, that I wanted to mention, too, because I don't know how much you did this uh, specifically with Cookie Clicker, but they both have this concept of like starting over, but with a boost based on how far along you've gotten. Mm-hmm. They call it Ascension. Yeah, I think it's called Ascension in both, actually. I think it is, which and- is weird. Yeah, and so in Clicker Heroes, it's almost essential because it it boosts your DPS like multiplier. So that was kind of fun when you ascend. Like now, my DPS multiplier is like a thousand percent or something, or you know more than that. I think it's it's like ten thousand percent or something. It's it's huge. So when I start over now, those first couple hundred levels, you're just like flying through and watching it go up, and it's really easy. So easy. Yeah, you don't Mm -hmm. have to do the power ups or anything. It's like kind of satisfying to watch. Um, I did that earlier today and I just kind of sat there. I was watching something on YouTube and, and just like letting that go while I was doing something else. And just every once in a while, I'll look up and be like, oh, and then click five or six times and then go back to whatever I was there doing. There you go. Um, mm-hmm. And so that was kind of satisfying that that's sort of where they shine, I think. 
either on that end of the spectrum or the opposite end where you leave it for four days and then come back and you're like, I'm a millionaire. <laughs> or more like more likely an octillionaire. Yeah. So but I what I found with Clicker Heroes is it, it wants me to land somewhere in between. It wants me to play it, like I said, every hour, you know, yep. on the hour. And that is that's the biggest issue I have with it, because I, I don't want to. I want to play it either steady for 30 minutes while I'm doing something else or, you know, once a day. Yeah, I was the same. I mean, there have been times um, if it's like late at night and I just need to chill or something that I will probably sit at it and watch it slash, um, you know, use my power ups or or help it along or even just like move my mouse around and collect the gold um for two hours <laughs> you don't have to like, do that on xbox i know what you mean because it, it's like that on the phone but it you don't have to either it auto collects but it's just something to do right <laughs> it auto collects as well but i'm just like there and i, I want to I, I collect the gold instantly so that i can yeah. up, upgrade level up a character and i just sit there and i do it because i've got both of them going and i can normally like put on a podcast at the same time um it's just like you know it's mindless right yeah so I can do that for a couple hours at a time, but then I don't play for two or three days. Yeah, I think it, I think that's really who these games would appeal to is like people who just want like something to do with your hands while you're doing something else. You know, I, I think I've mm. mentioned before, I like to play video games and watch TV at the same time. These but, are great games for that. Yeah, like lots of times I end up pausing the TV show because there's a cutscene or some dialogue or something. And so like there's certain games that I like to, you know, kind of pair up with certain shows. There's shows that I don't care that, I, you know, it's like when you're watching The Office for the 400th time, Absolutely. it's just on in the background. You can have that going while you're playing some game that you're really into and, mm -hmm. and not really pay attention to the show. But on the flip side, sometimes I'll have a show that I'm really into. And exactly. I want a game that I don't have to pay much attention to. You can't play Dark Souls 2 while you're, <laughs> no. while you're watching. You know, what's I don't know what I, I don't watch enough television. That's a really good show right now. Yeah. Stranger Things is the the hot new thing. Yeah, but that's the one you got to you got to mm. really pay attention to that. Yeah. You, yeah. You got to click our hero or something. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I think it's it's good for that. And it's you know, it's good for people who want to maybe just put it on their computer while they're at work. You know, you're working at a at a office job or something. And you got a few minutes to kill here and there. You know, you're just answering emails or, you know, some I, I don't know about you. At Sometimes there's some boring parts to my job where, like, I got to be Same. there and doing stuff. But the stuff yep. I'm doing is pretty mindless. So, you know, yeah, you're you copying and pasting all cookies. day. <laughs> yeah, you can mm -hmm. play. You can play a little clicker heroes or cookie clicker. Um, yeah, absolutely. But yeah, that that's pretty much all I want to say about those two games. Um so unless you've got anything else, we'll move on to describing Idle Champions, because that one's quite different from those two. Yeah, and this one was my favorite as well. Yeah, I like this one quite a lot um, as well. I've been playing this one actually for quite a long time now, because uh, I first heard of it from some like YouTube tie in. They were adding a character and I was like, oh, I'll check this game out and see what it is. Like, I, I didn't really know anything about it. And I played it for a little bit and I was like, this is kind of neat. And then I sort of got bored and stopped playing it. And then for whatever reason, got back into it a couple months ago. And I've been playing it pretty steady since. 
So mm-hmm. this this one's kept me going for quite a while. But do you want to uh, give a little description of how this one works? Yeah, sure. Um, well, for starters, if you didn't pick up on the name, um, it is a, a Dungeons and Dragons game. Um, so if you like Dungeons and Dragons, there is that bonus uh, that makes it uh, just that much more fun. Um, but you start out um, as just one with just one character, one one adventurer, Brunor Battlehammer, I believe. Um, king one of the kings of the dwarves anyway i won't get into the, who the characters are but um he's just a dwarf fighter he has an axe and you're just clicking on enemies waves of enemies that come through the levels and um as you level up each character they have different abilities and they all have an ultimate ability that you can use uh, much like the kind of the ultimate abilities that you could use in clicker heroes when you needed to and then as you get more money and as you progress, you can unlock other heroes so that you eventually have a, a party of heroes. Um, and there's a lot of different champions that you can buy and you can hire um, and that you can unlock as you do different events. And um, the formation is very important. Each, I guess, conquest or, or um, um, campaign has a different formation that you can put your characters in, different shape and certain characters will interact with other characters uh, depending on the formation. So let's say like one of them is a healer. Um, They heal everyone in the column in front of them. So you need to think about your placement of your characters. Um, Some will increase the DPS of other characters. And, uh, and yeah, I mean, you can choose different, different campaigns. Uh, There's always pretty well, always an event running and those will give you three, new champions to unlock um, if you do each of the quests for those champions. And um, then those can be swapped with somebody that, that is like in the initial lineup Um, until eventually you have, you have this, I don't yet, but until eventually you can have two parties running at the same time. If you have enough characters to swap out for all of the other ones, Uh, I haven't gotten that far yet. Yeah, it took quite a long time. So obviously, as you can tell, that this is the most complex game of the three that we're talking about. Yes. Um, and so the difference really, it's kind of the same formula within those like quests or adventures or whatever they call them, um, where you're just leveling up and, and leveling up your characters and adding DPS and stuff like each one of those quests is uh, is very similar to a game of clicker heroes except with the addition of the formation sort of layouts and choosing your different heroes, like you mentioned. Um, but there's so many quests to do and yeah, you can, you know, earn things that, that sort of carry between the quests. So each time you start mm. over, you start from zero gold again and you have to back to one buy everybody and all their characters and whatever, but you can, you know, do things so that it, it gets easier and easier and you can unlock more missions. And the more you unlock, you know, the more characters you're unlocking. And like you said, there's there's events like once a month or so. There's an event that gives a new character. Um, and I think now there's always three because I think they've been doing that for three years. So I think when we get the oh, events, okay. what we get is like the new character for this year, like year five or whatever it says. And then sure. last year's character and the year before his character. So that every time there's an event for for a new player, we get three new characters, which is awesome. So, you know, like you said, I, I've got quite a lot of characters now having played this for a few months mm-hmm. where every every slot, 
I, I've got options. So I've got sort of my team that I like that I think works really well together. And then sort of my backup team that I send on the other missions. And then some of these quests also have, I don't know how much you've run into this yet, but some of them have stipulations like you can only send characters if their strength score is above 15. And so having right. more characters means you have more options to make a good team with what you've got. Yeah, I haven't run into that a lot yet. I've mostly been just doing the the basic quests. Um, not a whole lot of the stipulations a whole lot of these stipulation ones, but um, can you ever unlock a third party of champions? Yeah. Once you get to the point that you have three people in each slot. So the, the way it works right. is I think there's 12 slots. So the most you can have is 12 characters in your party, but most, mm -hmm. most formations don't allow that many anyway. So you can usually have yeah. nine or 10, but basically like in slot one, you've got so many characters. And so you can't switch out that character except for with another slot one character. So you can't, you can only mix and match so much. There's certain characters That's that you right. can never have together because they sit in the same slot. Mm -hmm. And I think there's yeah. like, there's gotta be a lot of balancing that goes into, you know, making Absolutely. this stuff and, and making sure they all play together. Cause that they each, like you said, have these skills that, you know, they've got their normal attack and their ultimate attack, but then they have, like you said, like some of them heal or provide shields. Passive abilities. Yeah, yeah, some of them buff their neighbors or like buff the people that they're not close to. And, you know, and so you try and mix and match to find what, what I like to do is pick one DPS character and then surround them by people that buff their neighbors and then find a bunch of people that buff, you know, further away characters to put in the other areas and then throw a tank in the front and, you know, you can kind of mix and match. And I, and I find this one because of this, it's a lot more fun. Like that's the part that I find fun about this. Yeah. There's a lot more to do. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, and you could sit and play this one for a while. Like you, it does play itself like the others, but you could sit there and play it and mess with your formation or mess with your, um, your lineup and, uh, and just play around. Um, with the different abilities and and there's often like as you level up sometimes there will be a choice um, of what you unlock like kind of like a like maybe the 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 cleric you can choose whether they choose life domain or war domain so you choose li life domain then suddenly they are a much better healer more domain than that cleric is is uh, is more dps focused so there's even customization within the characters themselves mm-hmm yeah, and because each of these things or these these types of things are always being reset when you do another quest, you can kind of try something out. If you don't like it, whatever, you cancel that quest and send them on another one or try it again. Um, mm -hmm. and, and each one has like a basically you have to get to wave whatever is basically how it works. Um, yeah. And so, you know, again, it, it's low stakes. If you mess one up or you're you're struggling, you can always just quit and start again. It doesn't take a, a huge amount of time. Um, and especially now that I've got the two parties on the go, I find I can, you know, like I said, I've got one party that I try to get to really high levels to unlock more um, favor, it's called. So as you play through the different locations, I guess you earn different favors from the gods. And mm -hmm. that actually stacks across the multiple quests that you do. And that's like a in that same campaign type of thing in that same world i guess yeah same area and it gives you like a dps buff um and i think a magic find 
or I think it's just magic find. And then there's like something else that gives you a DPS buff, which is like um, sort of like achievements like, oh, you got, you know, 20 characters. Now everyone has plus one percent DPS. And so right. with those two things combined, a lot of the stuff gets easier and easier. So the quests get harder, but you get stronger, you know, over time. And so that lets you progress more and more. But I mean, you could yeah, play this game for years. There is a lot of stuff in this. There's game. a lot of stuff that I haven't even scratched the surface of yet. Like I, I, and I, and I've been playing it all month. Like it's been running on my computer, even when it's not running though, even when you close it, when you open it back up, it, calculates your offline progress so it still progresses when you close the game down um but it will but stall like the other like ones the others eventually yeah it will it will stall you won't be able to defeat a, a boss until you um spend all of your money but you will still be getting money so um so yeah um i've been playing this all month since we announced it last month and uh, and i have not not even scratch the surface. Yeah, I think it's been out for a long time because it says I think it says year five or six in the event. So I'm guessing that means it's the fifth year of doing that event. Sure. So it's, you know, they probably didn't have this much to do um, originally. But now, yeah, like you said, it's you could you could go a lot more than a month without running out of stuff to do. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've been playing it for several months and it's, I still have ton tons left to do. But like, you know, it's an idle game, so I've been playing it for several several months, but it's not like I have it running all the time. I usually check in a couple times a day. You know, it's the kind of thing that I'll I'll check in before I go to bed or something and set them going on some new quests or whatever. Um, sure. And I, I just, I don't know, this one I find has a little bit more substance than the other two. Like at the end of the month, I'll probably stop playing Cookie Clicker and Clicker Heroes same um, and uh keep playing i'll probably keep playing this for a while i think you know unlocking the characters for me is kind of brings a lot of fun to it i agree seeing what they can do like they all different classes and different races and you know you and i being people that actually <laughs> play and enjoy D helps as well i mean i i um i like it for that reason but it's also just a fun game uh, if you don't like that there's one one feature that was added this year that um, you didn't love, but I <laughs> am a little obsessed with, and that is the jukebox. Um, <laughs> oh, I don't yeah. know if you intended on mentioning this. No, but... <laughs> I forget about it. I never use it. Because th- again, this is one of those games that I don't really listen to. It's it's on while I'm watching TV or whatever. It's That's the same for me. I, I never have the volume on, but one time I was playing this, it was one of my late night stints where I was playing it for like two hours and I was, didn't want to listen to a podcast. So I thought, well, let's just listen to some of the tunes that they've got loaded up into the jukebox jukebox, because, you know, there is a soundtrack, but it's the same kind of, you know, ambient music that's on all the time, but there's also this jukebox button that I hadn't tried. So I opened that up and it's got all of these different songs that you can just add to a playlist and then press play. And I, I imagined, I assumed they'd just be instrumental songs. Um, and then vocals started coming in and there's this whole album that was made for this game in 2022, um, mostly by a guy named Jason Charles Miller. And there's a couple of, of, uh, of songs on there by, I think Ken Lee Shea is her name. Anyway, they are all D and D songs that were written for this game. 
Um, one of them is even a, a theme song for this game. And I love them. <laughs> <laughs> I, I learned one of them on guitar. It's called Gelatinous Cube. And like I played it for one of my D&D groups. I just love these songs. I think they're so fun. I listen to them when I'm biking and I'm on my, on my bike. I just have them cranked. Um, it's fun. It's a lot of fun. I think they're funny. I mean, yeah. Anyway, if you've played this game or if you're going to play this game, check out the jukebox if you like D&D because uh, I think you'll get a kick out of these songs. Yeah, that's fun. And they've got like less than a thousand listens on Spotify. So <laughs> they're not very well known. They're not very popular. And I love that even more. Yeah. Yes, yeah, I only listen to the first one or two. It's just not my like style of music, but I, you know, I could see the appeal to at least listen to them once because they are kind of funny, you know, D&D themed songs about. It's not normally my style stuff. of music either, but I think because it's D&D, like the epicness of the songs <laughs> really lends itself well to, to D&D. So um, anyway, yeah, it's a good, it's a good, good rock album very a lot of ballads on this album that's funny yeah um, but this game i feel like you know going back to how much this game wants from you i don't find that this game is as demanding of my time as the others um you know it it's not that beneficial for me now to log in once an hour like i can log in like a couple times a day and that sort of maximum efficiency. Otherwise, I, you know, I can log in and check stuff, but there's not much point because I'm sure I'm leveling up fast enough um, that it's sort of taking care of itself. But you do, like you said, you get those power ups. So sometimes when you kind of plateau at the end of a quest, you can, you know, go through and manually play for a little bit by strategically activating your power ups and stuff. And, uh, that's actually kind of fun like that i find you know when you're barely scraping by just by you you know using this power up right before using this power up and you know doing stuff like that um that that actually feels a little bit more like playing a game and not watching a gameplay itself right yeah Um, i know what you mean but yeah that that's um that's really kind of all that this one wants from you. I think that's why I've stuck with it for so long because I I just feel like it takes care of itself for the most part. But it's a fun game to check in on and it's also not a game that uh, you know for a game that's running constantly and you and I have probably logged I don't even know how many hours at this point thousands um we're not actually spending that that much time on them. So for busy gamers, people like myself, um, or even people that have lots of time for gaming, but maybe don't have lots of time for another game. This one is so easy to just have as a side game. Yeah. And I, I also, you know, like I said, I, I stopped playing it for large chunks of time and it doesn't matter. It's easy to get back into. You don't need to like, you know, remember what the was rules going or on. No. So, yeah, that that's really all I wanted to say, I think, about this game. Is there anything else that springs to mind that you wanted to mention? No, I just I just have a lot more uh, time to give to this game. I have a lot more to to unlock. So um, I will continue to play it and maybe we'll do a check in to run in like six months or something. Let's see if we're idea. both still playing it. To. Yeah. Um, one thing I did want to ask you is what? what's your history with these types of games? Like, have you ever played anything other than these three that were, 
you know, similar to this in any way or not necessarily maybe an idle game, but these, you know, any kind of aspect of these games sort of remind you of anything? Um, I mean, kind of. I guess the closest I've probably come to a game like this is something like Roller Coaster Tycoon or any other tycoon type games where you build a city or you build a theme park and then the people come and the money comes in. Yeah. And for a while until the ride breaks down, um, it's playing itself. Yeah. Or until you have to clean up puke or something <laughs> like that. Yeah. Th- those games were a lot of fun. Yeah. I, as, I, as um, were. I've played a few like mobile games. I, I feel like mobile games really took off in this kind of form. Like, the the games that play themselves while you're offline, especially. Mm. Um, there was one I played a lot of the the Simpsons Tapped Out, where you built your own Springfield, um, but it was they were all the same. They they were like build a town. It takes eight hours to do anything, but you can speed it right. up if you pay real money. Yeah, that's the and, thing. And they always would be just enough to get you hooked, and then everything grinds to a halt. And pop-ups everywhere for, pay. well, just give us a few bucks and you don't have to wait for this. Yeah, that's that's the problem with these types of games normally, especially on mobile, is, you know, they're begging for money. Yeah. That's what I love about I mean, you can. There are microtransactions in, I don't know about Cookie Clicker, I haven't seen them, but yeah. in Clicker Heroes and uh, Idle Champions, you can spend money if you want to buy, you know, the currency. And I have not, and I do not plan to. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they don't but yeah. and really like it, especially in idle really champions. I feel like it's like for the hardcore fans, it's like, Hey, you can buy these extra characters or buy skins for these characters. And it's, it's expensive. Yes. You could spend a lot of money in that game, but I've never once sure. felt like I needed to spend any money. And I've never really felt like the game was trying to get me to, which is nice. Like, no, it's mobile. It's games, never it's, popped up. Yeah. yeah they're pushing mobile games are really bad. <laughs> Um, really pushy and cookie or uh clicker heroes i didn't find i really needed to i could see where maybe you'd want to to speed it up but like that kind of defeats the purpose for me so i like yep. to the point if i get to the point where i was like tempted to spend money on it that's i would just quit playing i'd be done with it at that point that's the time to, to put the yeah. the clicker down so i i yep. think that is a good thing about these games all, all three of them and, and uh cookie clicker you I don't think you can buy anything, but I think they sell the game on Steam. So we didn't mention it. Mm. Cookie Clicker is just a browser game. So you just go to the website and you just play it in your browser. But there is a Steam version that I think you can pay for. And it's just exactly the same. And it's basically like the developer being like, hey, if you want to give me money, just do this. Right. Yeah. Just just unless you love this game and you want to support the developer, just uh, just open a tab and have it playing <laughs> yeah. on your work computer. I think he maybe has a Patreon or something, too. But yes, yeah, I, I I feel like the other two never never made me feel like I needed to spend money, which, like you said, is, is very different from the mobile game experience that I had. It's very nice. Yeah, there was one other mobile game that I played that was kind of similar to this. It was pretty idle. It was called uh, Fallout Shelter. It was made by Bethesda. So like in the Fallout universe and you would build your own like Fallout vaults. Basically, it was like 2D and you would add floors and you would uh, uh, attract vault dwellers and you would send them out into the wasteland to do missions. And then you would Mm. give them jobs in the vault and like equip them with guns and armor and stuff. 
it was kind of fun for a little bit, but I think it seems to me that one was kind of money grabby too and got boring pretty quick. Yeah, that's too bad. But it was free, so you know what are you gonna do? But I guess that's what that's another do? thing that's worth mentioning too. All these games are free. So usually when a game is free, that's a big red flag to me that they're going to end up nickel and diamond me out of way more money than if I just bought the game in the first place. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I think, you know, most of those mobile games, that's the case. I suspect there are people who've spent hundreds of dollars on idle champions, but easily I certainly have not and will not. Nope. Um, they do have you don't have to they do have like in-game currencies too in both um i think it's called gems and idol champions and rubies and uh clicker heroes and yeah they're actually surprisingly easy to get um especially later on in idol champions like i'm racking them up like crazy in the later quests um, hmm. so that's nice you can't buy everything with it there's still stuff that is like real money only Locked behind the paywall yeah mm. um but you know, unless you're a completionist and you need to have every single hero, there's nothing sort of locked behind that paywall that's important. Like you can get by right. just fine without it. There, you know, there's probably people online that would say otherwise and complain that you know the most powerful character is paid, or you know that may be the case. But unless you're getting real serious into this game, trying to be the best there ever was, I, it doesn't seem to make any difference to me. Well, it's not online. You're not competing with anybody else, really. There's, right. I don't, I don't think there's any leaderboards. I don't see why why people would want to be the best at this. I game. think just addiction. I think, <laughs> that, yeah. and and that sure. I think is the honestly, it's sadly the the biggest thing about these games is they really can prey on that kind of stuff. And so, if you have an addictive personality, these games can be a little bit problematic. Mm-hmm. Um, I can see that, but. You know, if you're if you go into it, I think sort of not expecting much, like we said, and just wanting something to do. I think most people would at least get a little bit of fun out of these games. And for a free game, the barrier to entry is pretty low. Absolutely. Um, one thing that another thing that reminds me of playing idle games um, around the start of the pandemic, I got into playing old school RuneScape. I don't know if you're familiar with that at all. It's like an old MMO no. from the early 2000s, I think, mid 2000s. Well, I, I know of it, but I never played it. Yeah, I got I got kind of into that for a while. And in that game, like it's very grindy. There's things where you're like, OK, I need to go level up my wood cutting skill and you go click on trees for, you know, a hundred hours or something right? <laughs> right um but it kind of plays itself like you click on a tree and your guy will chop the tree until the trees chopped down and i kind of enjoyed that as like something to do you know when you're when you're just like like say at work bored or watching a tv show or something like doing the idle things in runescape was really relaxing like just mining mm. all day and then going and putting your, you know, gems in the bank and then coming back to mine some more. You know, it was it was weirdly satisfying. So it's weird. Like I kind of like idle games, but my biggest complaint about them is that like they're making me play them too much. Which <laughs> is, I think, the opposite of how That's most backwards. people feel. Yeah, like I think most people are like, oh, I want this to be like entertaining. And I'm just like, no, just give me something to do. <laughs> 
that takes very little from me. Let me just watch the numbers go up and not actually have to do anything at all. We're just tired adults. <laughs> we don't want to put too much energy yeah. into a game these days. Maybe that's it. Tired old men. Yeah. Well, on the on the flip <laughs> side to that, did you um, show these games to your kids at all? Yeah. Yeah. And um, my six-year-old in particular, uh, he loved watching these numbers go up um especially idol champions but he also is pretty big into D D. um just loves hearing about it mostly hearing about my sessions but um yeah he would sit here next to me and watch idol champions and want me to read the dialogue that's one thing we mentioned is that idol champions is the only one that actually has somewhat of a storyline throughout the missions um you know, it's not very in-depth, but the characters have some dialogue back and forth that, that happens every so many levels. And um, you'll, you'll, be, you'll be progressing towards, you know, the big bad um, in every level. And he loved that. He loved, like, can I just, can I just watch until we get to the boss and then I'll go to bed? Because, <laughs> um, yeah, he loved it. He loved that. Uh, Clicker click Heroes... He didn't mind watching, but he was not near as into yeah. it as it's Idol not Champions. quite as interesting. It's they both have kind of cutesy like cartoon art styles, but I think yeah. Idol Champions is more interesting because all the characters have different, you know, abilities and animations and stuff. And like it is well, and you can see the actual champions like in Idol in Clicker Heroes. You don't see the, the champions fighting or right. anything. You just see a, a window of champions that you click on to upgrade them. But it's just you're looking at the enemy and a health bar going down and then the next enemy and a health bar going down. Like it's not as interesting to watch. Yeah, definitely. And I, I think the, you know, the idol champions, they did a really good job with the character design, the character animations, you know, the enemies, the, the variety, like there's a lot of... um you know, missions that you're fighting against, like spiders and big spider monsters and stuff. And then there's like ones where you're fighting dragons and the bosses are these like huge dragons. And then sometimes yeah. it's bandits and there's just, there's a lot of variety in there. It is a lot more interesting to watch. I could see well, a kid a very being into it. Pull from. Yeah. Well, and yeah, I'm curious. I'd, I'd like to see what this game looked like when it came out. Cause it does feel like there's so much content now, but I mean, a game that's been going for five or six years, like, of of course there is at this point. Absolutely. Yeah. I wonder how much was that was at launch. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know, maybe I'll check out like an old, you know, a launch trailer or somebody streaming it for the, you know, the first week it came out or something sometime. We could talk about it at our check-in. Yeah. Yeah. We'll have to do a six month check-in. We'll write that on the to-do list. Um, but Moving on, so I did look up a few Steam reviews. So like I said, these games are all on Steam. Um, so I grabbed a couple for each of them, uh, starting off with Idle Champions. Um, this one had mixed reviews. I was kind of surprised um, with the amount of negative reviews on this, uh, but it hmm. was mostly people complaining about spending money. And there was like a surprising amount of people that were like, this game is trash, 70,000 hours played. You know how like Steam shows how long <laughs> they played. So I think it was people that have just like sunk just immense amounts of time in this and realized that it was not worth doing. 
And I, I feel right. like that's maybe something we should just say up front. Like these games are not worth playing. It's literally it is just something to do. So like, yeah, I I, I can't imagine, you know, really dedicating any amount of time to this because I think it would leave you feeling pretty unsatisfied after after a long 70, time. Thousand hours. Yeah, I mean, I was making that up, but there was a lot. Yeah. There was some they were in the thousands. Sure. Um, but yeah, so a couple of uh, reviews that I grabbed. Uh, this is definitely not for everyone, but this is perfect for D&D players who might also be new parents. Completely playable with one hand if you're a new parent looking for something to do with a baby in your other arm. <laughs> 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 Which is not... Uh, totally true. Yeah, not wrong. Yeah. So that that's, uh, you know, again... The, the type of uh, people that might want to play this, you know, people watching TV, people holding a baby. Mm-hmm. Um, Same thing. This was a good one. This person said, this is definitely the best game I've never played. And uh, <laughs> it took me like half a second. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, I, you know, I, I'm always a sucker for uh, the casual ones. I've only just played this for 16,000 hours, but I guess it's okay. <laughs> 16,000. Yeah, I mean like I said it's running constantly so yeah. it's easy to rack up those hours. And th- this is the one that I think is the this one hit close to home for me is a fun game to have on in the background while you pretend to do something more productive. I think that's the um, you know playing mm-hmm, it at work kind of thing. <laughs> Moving on to uh Clicker Heroes. This one actually surprisingly was mostly good reviews um it was all a bunch of good reviews of people being like what a waste of time loved it 10 out of 10 (laughs) (laughs) um one person said game might be free but my new mouse wasn't um this is the one too i we never really mentioned this is the one that really rewards clicking the most so you know i'm playing it on xbox i'm just mashing that x button while i'm watching it Whereas in, in Idle Champions, there's not really much point. It doesn't really help enough. But in Clicker Heroes, it helps quite a bit. So I could see if somebody got really into this, ruining a mouse, ruining an Xbox controller, you know, whatever. Absolutely. Um, one person just said, help me. Uh, and <laughs> another person said, decent, gets boring at around the 3,000 hour mark. And I'm not sure if that's sarcasm or not, because... Like what game doesn't get boring by 3000 hours? Absolutely. That, yeah. I'm very, I'm very curious about how many hours you and I spent on this. Yeah. I don't know if there's any way for me to tell. You might be able to tell through steam or something, but I'm checking. See for, for you, like you've got it on all the time. Whereas I check in every once in a while, it's probably going to be vastly different. Well, I'll tell you clicker heroes. I've played 186 hours. That's not too much. Which is not too much for, for this game anyway. Yeah. It sounds like a lot for me, but um, Idle Champions I've played for 123 hours okay. only. But that's in a month. Yeah, right? and I so, mean, that's mostly you not really even playing it. So It's mostly me not even home. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I was, I was kind of surprised that that one was uh, so much better reviewed because to me, I think Idle Champions is the, the one that I would have expected to have the best reviews. Um, mm. but, uh, cookie clicker also had mostly positive reviews. I think this was sort of like the first idle game for a lot of people. I don't know if maybe idle games probably existed before, but cookie clicker was like certainly the first time I'd ever really been introduced to this. 
And I think a lot, it was the same for a lot of people. Um, so one person said, why did you have to release this on steam? I had recovered. I was out. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Another person said, this better not be spyware because I'm leaving this open for the next five years. Uh, Yeah. And my personal favorite was one person just posted a full recipe for chocolate chip cookies and no other context, just chocolate chip cookie recipe in their steam review. Oh, for fun. That's okay. So that's not the recipe, the recipe, the the review, the review was the recipe. Yeah. Yeah. They didn't say anything else. It was just like, it was like positive or whatever steam says positive or negative. And then it was just a chocolate chip cookie recipe. That's funny. Yeah. That's so funny. Um, but moving on to our reviews. So I think we've, we've talked about, we all, we kind of liked these games, but what do you think in particular that they did well? We'll just kind of review them all. I think at the same time. I guess this is more about the genre, since we're doing them all together, this is more about the genre than the games themselves. But, um, you know, I, as a busy person, liked that I didn't need to play these games <laughs> much <laughs> to enjoy them. Um, I could literally come and check on them whenever I wanted and have progressed since the last time I checked. And that was fun. That was cool to come in and see how much money I had accumulated over the last three days um, was great or how many cookies I was at that I could spend. Yeah, they are satisfying. Yeah, giving, I was going to say, giving me the satisfaction when I checked back in after a few days. Um, it worked for me. It was good. I, I enjoyed it. Yeah. Uh, it gave me that dopamine hit. <laughs> um, so, yeah. And also, you know, as you said, um, none of them, none of them really pushed too hard on the, on the, uh, the payments side of it like none of them really pushed you to to pay money to have a better experience of the game yeah that was the big thing for me that that i liked because i've played a lot of games you know over the years that like i said will kind of grind to a screeching halt if you don't pay money Um, and i don't feel like these games are are doing that so that's just not cool yeah that's just not cool um but yeah i think you know there's nothing really that stands out all that much about cookie clicker or clicker heroes to me, but um, not really. I think idle champions, you know, I think the art style and just like the attention to detail, like you say, you know, they wrote songs for this game. They're adding all these new characters. Each one's unique. They have their own unique abilities and stuff like it is, you know, they've, they've put a lot of work into that game over the past few years. So like kudos to them for that. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, what about anything that uh, any of these games did poorly? Is there anything that you didn't like about them? Uh, it's a tough one because, you know, they were. I I knew what they were. They were what they were. Like, I wasn't expecting them really to be something more. Um, they were. They served the purpose for me. Uh, clicker cookie clicker could have been a bit more interesting. I didn't really care about it. Uh, I I opened it the tab is always open among my 20 other tabs that i have open at work um and i occasionally on my lunch hour will click it and spend a few billion trillion cookies and then i will not think about it until the next day or the day after i did not think about it after at any point um yeah i think that one to me definitely was the most boring you know i remembered mm -hmm. it fondly because it was kind of the first experience that i had but i feel like you know, people have iterated on that to make better versions of the same thing because it just it, get, it got dull really fast when I was playing it this it time. It did. 
I think the only like the, 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 the fun thing about that game was just spending all the cookies. And then when I spent them all, I didn't care anymore. I just <laughs> closed it and went back to work. Yeah. Yeah. I, d- I don't know that one. It feels like you're really in it for the long haul, I think, playing that one. But it also does yeah. kind of feel like the one that takes the least amount of interaction. So uh, that that kind of is the, the thing that bugged me the most. Like I said, Clicker Heroes seems like it wants too much from me. Um, Idle Champions, not as much, but, um, you know, I still find I, I can easily end up playing it for a long time. I almost mm-hmm. like the fact that with Cookie Clicker, you kind of just run out of stuff to do. I mean, with I guess right. with the golden cookies, you could keep clicking on that, but that's so immensely boring that you just wouldn't. But like, I almost want a game that you, you can only play for five minutes and then you have to put it aside for, you know, five, ten hours or something. Like, that's kind of yeah, what I want. Absolutely. I think that that's why Wordle took off so much because you can mm-hmm. literally only play it for a few minutes a day. And that's like to me, that's kind of what I want out of an idle game, a game that forces me to only play it a tiny bit every day. Yeah, you've met your quota for today. We'll see you tomorrow. Yeah. So if anybody out there knows of any idle games that are fun, but only let me play for a few minutes every you know few hours or once a day or whatever, let me know, because that's what I'm looking for. Well, that's interesting that you mentioned Wordle, because I do do that every day. And I uh, share that with a lot of people, but. On that note, while we're there, there's also Waffle, which is fantastic. <laughs> Everybody should play Waffle. I don't think it's very well known. I hadn't heard about it until a week or, week or two ago. Um, it's another word game. Also, Hurdle is another one that I play. That is a music version. Um, and I also recently started playing Factal. Not a huge fan of Factal, but I play it. And Movidal, stupidest name, <laughs> stupidest name for for a wordle type game. Movidal. It doesn't even sound good on the tongue. It it plays. Here's Movidal. It plays um, the whole length of a movie in one second, and that's your first guess. <laughs> you guess the movie, and then if you don't guess it, you get to play. It plays the movie again, but a little bit slower. Yeah, and then again and again and again and again. Um, that's kind of funny. I don't watch enough think, movies that I'd be bad at no, it, but I kind of want to try no. it. I think yesterday's or the day before was National Treasure, and I got it in on the third try <laughs> because that's you know that's a good movie. Nice. But most of them I would not know. Um, but yeah, those are all great games that you can play for five minutes. And I but I have about six of them, so yeah. it probably takes me about half an hour in total. <laughs> but still, I do it, and then I share my results with people, and then I move on and yeah. do it again tomorrow. Yeah, I do like that. I I actually still play Wordle as well, which is ridiculous. Like, you know, everybody else stopped playing it six months ago or whatever. But I, I do enjoy it for that reason, because it's just like it's a good thing to do, like for five minutes. And it's, mm-hmm. you know, you you can't really get bored of it by just playing it no. a bunch in one day. I didn't know that you wordled. You're going to have to send me your results now. Every day. I'll <laughs> add you to my list. All right. Okay. Um, <laughs> but jumping back into idle games. Um, right. Or normally we ask the question, what did you think of the length of this game? Um, so I'm just going to leave that question uh-huh. as is and answer it to the best of your abilities. Um, infinite. Um, never ending. Um, do you like that? Uh, 
Yeah, I guess so. I mean, with Cookie Clicker and Clicker Heroes, as we already said, I'm probably not going to play them anymore. Clicker Heroes, I might keep on and keep running for a little while, but I'm kind of bored of it. Um, But, you know, it is kind of fun to see because they don't take that much time Mm -hmm. because I'm not like there are some games that never end like an MMO, for example, that takes so much of your time. And that is discouraging that it never ends because as we've said in the past, suddenly they increase a level cap or they use, you need to get more gear and then you all, you start all over again and you need to con- commit 40 hours a week to this game or more. Um, these games never ending, always just kind of checking in every, even if, even it's like, you know, once a week at, yeah. at some point, that's still fun, right? Yeah, like, I that's do still, like that like, you I, can just check in once a week, unlike something like, mm-hmm. you know, Destiny or something that's like, well, you got to do your dailies and you got to do, you know, you got to no, hit optimum, right. whatever. Um, there's none of that. I think probably there is an end. I mean, t- technically, there's probably an end to all of them to the point where like in Cookie Clicker, you've got every upgrade there is and you're just upgrading the same, you know, the last one over and over again. But it's right. not really an end so much. And I think with with Idle Champions, you could in theory do all of the quests, but I don't know how many there are. There's got to the be hundreds of them, and they keep adding to it. You know, with every new yeah. event, so they're they're always adding more. But one thing I do like too about that is, you know, like I mentioned, you can do the old events too. So that that's what bugs me about other games like games as a service where it's like oh there's an event this month and if you don't do it in the three weeks that it's live you're never going to get to do it and that is very hard for me like i have that mentality of like oh crap i gotta go do that because i can't miss it whereas in this it's like oh i missed an event i'll just get it next year and i I like that a lot better even though even if i'm probably not going to be playing it next year like the fact that i could do it removes that thing from my brain that's like you're missing out and that this is going to drive you nuts for the next you know until you stop thinking yeah. about it rest of your life yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um what about uh addictiveness did any of these games have you addicted at all at times yeah um not i wouldn't say overall but there have been there have been days where i've been sat at the mostly well only at home when i'm playing cookie click no sorry when i'm playing clicker heroes and idol champions um there have been times where i'm just like well i'm just gonna try and get one more level up or i'm just gonna try and all right i'm, I'm doing really good i'm gonna try and defeat this mission on idol champions and then we're gonna start another mission and then i'm gonna turn it off and then i'm like oh well i'm just i'm i'm doing really well let's let's beat this mission and then turn it off um so yeah, there've been a couple times where I've probably played instead of two hours, I've probably played four and it's one in the morning um, <laughs> or two in yeah. the morning. <laughs> That's happened like once or twice, but overall, no, yeah. no, not overall. Overall, I just like, I will check in and then I'm tired and I will go to bed. Yeah. I think Clicker Hero is the only one that, that kind of gets me in it. And it's that like, well, I know if I sit here for a little bit, I can keep progressing, but if I st- if I go to bed, it'll stop progressing. Or if I, you know, walk away, it'll stop progressing. Yes. So I'll end up, you know, oh, I'm going to play it for two minutes, then I'll end up playing it for 20, um, yep. which is kind of annoying. But again, like I'm usually just watching TV or something, so I don't really care that much. But yeah, mm-hmm. it's yeah, uh, it, it can be a little bit addictive, I think. 
And I think it certainly could if, if, you know, for somebody who is prone to get addicted to video games. Oh, absolutely. This could get you this, these games could get you, but, uh, not so bad. Now, I don't, I don't know that there really is a difficulty to any of these games, but I think they could certainly be frustrating. Is there anything you found frustrating with these? Um, sometimes maybe just like when things stall mm-hmm. and I don't feel like I'm progressing fast enough, that, like for me, um, that's a little frustrating, but then at that point I just stop. Uh, and I wait and then I come back again once I've accumulated enough wealth to move on. Um, I think that's probably the only frustration really for me. Yeah. Um, and no, there's no difficulty about this. Sometimes the bosses might be difficult, but you just go back to the previous level and yeah, grind that until your characters are leveled up enough to, to beat it. It's not hard. Yeah, it just takes time. Yeah, I wouldn't say anything was hard or f- frustrating about these. If anything, they just get boring more before they yep. get frustrating. So. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, well, let's give them some ratings out of 10. Let's start with uh, Cookie Clicker. Why don't we do them at the same time on three? That sounds fun. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, let's try and time this with, with the delay of internet. Okay, three two one five six <laughs> i think that was You're, timed that pretty was, well that was pretty good. yeah so i think obviously neither one of us loved this loved it so yeah you said no. six i said five it, it was okay i mean it's hard to rate these games like based on other games it's more i feel like i'm more rating them based on you know for what they are like you know if i give cookie clicker a five you know, that might be better than a five in like an action game or something like, you know what I mean? It's it's hard yeah. to kind of rate these in any kind of way that matches up with what you normally think of as a video game. I really hope that there's not someone out there that is taking all of our ratings, and <laughs> uh, compiling a list yeah. and just saying like these are these are your favorite games of all time based on your ratings, yeah. because that is not. Yeah, that is not how we do. Yeah. <laughs> um. All right. Well, what about Clicker Heroes? Uh, okay. Three, two, one, Six. seven. <laughs> okay. I was on the fence. I, I was thinking about seven. I, I did. Somewhere between six yeah, and seven for me as it, well. It, I liked it, but it bugs me and I can see me getting like to the point where I have to stop playing it because it's annoying yes. me that it, mm-hmm. that I need to keep logging in if I want to progress at any kind of a rate. I don't know. I yeah. think if I could get it to a point where I could just log in once a day and be okay with that, it would be fine. But I just feel like it's there, you know, taunting me to log in more often <laughs> than that. And you're not okay with it. No. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, what about Idle Champions of the Forgotten Realms? All right. Three, two, one. Eight. Nine. You were slow on that one. Got one above you on every... I was trying to be slow (laughs) because you keep being a little bit behind me. Oh, and mine, we were (laughs) at the same time. Uh, Um, Internet, we'll we'll hear it in the recording. (laughs) Yeah, I think, uh, you know, I'm trying to kind of think of what 
sort of how I would rate these just overall and also how I would rate them for sort of what they were going for. So like Idle Champions overall as a game, you know, if it was like you can only take 10 games and these are the only games you're going to be able to play the rest of your life, Idle Champions would not even be a consideration. No, but for what it's going for, uh, you know, an idle game as an idle game, I think it is very good. Um, But there's just a few things that I don't love about it. I think, you know, eight or nine is pretty accurate for where I would rank it as an idle game. In the category of idle games, this ranks pretty high. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think, you know, we mentioned a couple things, but they were pretty minor that we don't like. Um, And the other bit, too, is I think, you know, this past month playing multiple idle games at the same time has made all of them more frustrating because I've spent so much Mm -hmm. of this month playing idle games, whereas just playing one at a time, they're all probably a lot better. I know uh, idle champions, I, I much I much preferred when I was just playing that and not switching between that and clicker heroes. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, I look forward to closing Clicker Heroes and maybe never opening <laughs> it again. Checking in in 10 years and you're like, oh, I'm a billionaire. Jeez, yeah. <laughs> so uh, before we end, though, I did have something I wanted to talk about. Um, oh, sure. So if you'll uh, indulge me for a few minutes. Last week uh, was Summer Games Fest, which was um sort of a a look at what's coming out in the games industry uh and then on sunday was the xbox and bethesda showcase so this is they're they're not like doing their big e3 presentation because i don't think there's an e3 this year but this is what would have normally been their big e3 presentation Um, did you catch anything from either of these no, I didn't. I thought maybe you didn't. So I wanted to run through a couple of my highlights from some of these. So Summer Games Fest was Please. about two hours, uh, and the Xbox and Bethesda Showcase was an hour and a half. Um, so there was quite a bit of cool-looking stuff coming out, some stuff that I'm excited for. Um, at Summer Games Fest, there was a whole bunch of like space horror stuff, which oh, is, is kind of interesting, like Dead Space-type stuff. A lot of games like right. set in space stations, which there's been a lot of. I don't know if you've seen much of this. I've played like three or four different games where you like that are like walking simulators in space stations where you don't really do anything, but they're like kind of creepy and you're trying to figure out a mystery. Um, huh. And there was some more of like that kind of stuff, a lot of like horror looking stuff. But, uh, you know, I, I like that kind of stuff. So I was kind of excited for that. Um, they announced one that I think you'll enjoy, uh, Goat Simulator 3. <laughs> oh, yeah, we played the heck out of Goat Simulator 2. It was I the think. first one because there wasn't a Goat Simulator 2. So, oh, the first one. They, yeah, so why have they just jumped uh, to three? Just trolling, I guess. They they like to meme or something. <laughs> I don't really know. That was confusing to me as well. I was like, when did Goat Simulator 2 come out? And I was like Googling it. And I was all confused. It didn't. Yeah, and it just never existed. Um, Those buggers. There's a new Marvel game called Marvel Midnight Suns, which I don't really know what it is, but it had like Spider-Man and I think some of the Avengers and stuff in it, it looked kind of cool. Um, so mm. I'm interested to see more about that because I have really no idea what it is. Um, there's a Cuphead DLC coming out in a couple of weeks. That's been that was announced in like I don't know five thousand years ago, in 2017 <laughs> or something. 
you know, shortly after right. Cuphead came out and it just kept getting delayed. So I'm excited for that. I don't know if you're, are you familiar with Cuphead at all? I have no idea what that is. Oh, really? It's uh, it was, it came out, I don't know, five or six years ago, probably. And you're like, uh, it's like a run and gun, kind of like a Contra for the NES. Do you remember that game? Yeah, it's kind of like that, but it had like this 40s like animation art style. It was it's like really cool looking. Um, hmm. It's really hard, like brutally hard. Uh, and they just had a TV show come out on Netflix. So if you've oh, wow. not heard of okay. Cuphead, uh, you should check it out because it is the art style is amazing. The TV show is a, it's like a kid's show and they're little 10 minute episodes. So you could watch them with your kids. Um, I oh, watched okay. it when it came out. It's pretty good. Um, but I'm excited to check that out. Um, there's a new Ninja Turtles game coming out, um, which I don't know. We talked about it, I think, when we were talking about um, the NES games, the like Ninja Turtles beat em ups. And I remember talking about that. Yeah, this is like uh, one of those. So, you know how they've they've had all these beat em ups come back while the Ninja Turtles are getting their their time. Um, and that comes I'll out next that. week. So I'm excited for that. Um, there was another one that I know you'll be very excited for. Um, it's called The Quarry. And it's sort of like a campy horror story from the people that made uh, Man of Medan. So I'm sure. What do you mean by campy? Like, it just looked like kind of like a cheesy, like, I don't know, like an 80s, like horror flick movie or something. Okay. Um, That's what I thought you meant. Yeah. I, it's been a few days now. I don't really remember many of the details. So I'm just looking at the notes that I have written down. But it, I thought it looked like kind of cheesy, kind of funny, but like kind of scary. Um, and that's out now, I think. I think that like dropped that day or something. So um, I might oh, check so you'll that definitely out. definitely make me play that. Yeah, it, was, it didn't come to Game Pass. It was full price because I was checking it out today because I kind of wanted to play it. But um, mm. And then the last one, I yeah, I don't pay money for games. Well, certainly not one that you don't want to play and it's going to scare you. <laughs> no, no. Um, the last one that I sh- saw that uh, I think you would really enjoy is uh, Gotham Knights. I don't know if you've been keeping up with that at all. It's like made by the people that made um, at least some of the Arkham games. I'm not sure if all of them maybe. Okay, is it is it a sequel or is it a new? Uh, that I'm not sure. It's like... I think there's a couple of them in, in development right now and I get them mixed up. I think Gotham Knights is one and I think there's like a Suicide Squad game coming out or something too. Oh. Um, but I think okay. Gotham Knights is mostly starring Nightwing, but there's like a few characters and I don't know if it's going to be co-op. I don't have a lot of details yet. Um, there's probably more details out there than I actually know, but um, it's sure. you know it's one of those kind of games with multiple playable characters and they showed a bit of gameplay as Nightwing. So like instead of using your like cape to glide around, he had some like weird glider machine thing and stuff. And I don't know, it looked really cool. That sounds so dope. I, I love those kind of games. So I'm excited to, for whatever comes out, whoever, whatever characters it is, you know, they're just fun to play. Yeah, I do love those games, too. Um, but that was all that kind of piqued my interest um, from Summer Games Fest. And then the Xbox and Bethesda showcase was pretty good. This was like all stuff that's coming in the next 12 months. And it was mostly stuff that's coming day one to Game Pass, which is exciting. Cool. Um, But I I only wrote down four, but there was a bunch of, of kind of honorable mentions. They added helicopters to Microsoft Flight Simulator. So I'm going to probably check that out. So that was kind of fun. Okay. I don't know if you've seen that. 
it's like uses like no, satellite really. imagery to like make the whole world so you can like fly over your own house and stuff it's, oh, it's wow, very cool. cool yeah um but they uh they announced uh hollow knight silk song so there's a sequel to the hollow knight game i told you about a few episodes ago um and that's coming to game pass day one which i didn't know so that's exciting because i really really liked that first one okay um there's a some sort of weird space game where like aliens are like using humans as drugs and your guns talk to you and uh it's made by one of the using human humans as drugs yeah they were like smoking humans or something it's made by one of the creators of rick and morty it looked very weird and your guns are like little alien things they have mouths on them and they talk to you like while you're like running around it looked (laughs) like it could either be really funny and like a fun game or like get annoying really fast it's kind of hard to tell but sure i might have to just try it yeah but i think that was also coming to game pass day one so if it's annoying, if it's an, gets annoying really fast, who cares? It was free. So uninstall. Yeah, yeah, I'm excited to try that out. Um, and then the one that I'm probably the most excited for is Diablo four, a big Diablo fan. Um, and so yeah. that's coming out in the next 12 months, which is exciting. Um, don't know a whole lot about it other than like the character classes. And they talked a little bit about world events and stuff. So I think that's going to be a bit of a games as a service kind of thing. Um, But they always kind of rode that line of like they weren't quite games as a service with like events and things that you could miss, but they were always being added to. And that I kind of like it's the it's the missable events and stuff that bugs me with those sorts of things. Absolutely. Um, And then the last one, they spent about 10, 15 minutes on this at the end. This is one that I think you will be very interested in and maybe should never play. Um, and this is uh, Starfield. Have you heard of Starfield? No. Should you tell me about it? <laughs> it's made by Bethesda. And so it's like the people that make like Fallout and the Elder Scrolls. So it's like a space. Yes, it's their new IP. It's like a space version. So it's basically like Fallout in space meets No Man's Sky because they said there's like hundreds of I don't think it's quite as big as No Man's Sky, but there's like a hundred solar systems with, you know, 10 plus planets each and you can land anywhere on the planets and you can build your own settlements and customize your own spaceships. And like, I don't know, it looked really good. (laughs) I wasn't really pumped for this, this but it looked fun. Um, so (laughs) never speak of this again in my presence. Yeah. That comes out sometime in 2023. (laughs) I know it's, it's, (laughs) that's going to be tough. I think we're just going to have to do an episode on it because I think we're probably both going to just end up playing it despite, you know whether or not we want to um and i mean is it is it a multiplayer game i don't think they haven't announced anything Mm -hmm. and typically they make them single player so i think yeah that's true typically um i think if maybe we play them play it together um then you know that i'm playing it and you can like be a bit like my accountability partner (laughs) it might be okay like you can say how 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 you doing how far have you progressed yeah how many hours have you played today are you still going to work are you showering i think it's gonna be that like i don't know i i don't get as into those games as you do i find i burn out on them really fast um Mm. but it's it looked really cool i think it's going to be like your typical fallout or, or elder scrolls game probably except that there's all these planets that you can go to to like get resources and stuff kind of like no man's sky 
So I'm hoping that right. is kind of optional because if this is going to be a 500, you know, thousand hour game, I'm probably not going to get that far into it. Sure. No, you know, I'm more interested not. in the story, but I don't know. We'll see that it, it just got delayed to 2023. So I don't know when in, in 2023 it's coming out, but they did say that everything in the showcase was coming out within the next 12 months. So a lot of big games coming out between just between that and Diablo. That's going to be a, you know, a big time sink for me. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, we'll see how it goes. Goodbye, 2023. (laughs) Time to quit our jobs and become Starfield streamers or something to. To be able to to pay the bill somehow. Yeah. So anyways, that's it for this week. Next week, like we said last time, we're going to talk about Outriders, which also got Mm -hmm. a new. Got had an announcement at Summer Games Fest that it's getting a new DLC at the end of this month, which we will probably not play. But nonetheless, we are mm. playing through the base game of Outriders now and having quite a bit of fun with it. So I think that should be a good episode. Yeah, it's a good time. It's pretty fun. Um, but yeah, that's totally going to be it. That's all we got for this month. Um, as always, Discord servers in the podcast description. Join it. Say hello. Um, tell me what a good idle game is that doesn't let me play it very much. That's right. That's right. Tell me that you have listened to the, um, the album on Spotify of idle champions of the forgotten realms and tell me how good it was and prove Josh, uh, doesn't have good taste in music. Um, <laughs> or if you want to send us an email, that's great too. We would love to get an email from you. If you want to send any suggestions of games we should play or comments or any questions at all, notimepod at gmail.com is where you will reach us. Thank you so much for listening to No Time to Game. We love you. Like, we actually love you. Be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts so you can be notified of the upcoming episodes. And as always, we love you. (laughs) Press X to skip the credits. (laughs) 